All right, guys, welcome to episode number four of the virtual experience. It's been a couple weeks since we've made another podcast due to some circumstances in our world. But I'm super excited today to be talking with Coop Marshall, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio, a social media marketing guru, e-commerce, and also a screen printer. This man has many different talents and he's just getting started. And we're gonna have a very mindful conversation about what's going on in our lives, where we're headed, and the story of how we got here. Coop, some crazy ass shit's going on in the world, man. Yeah, how you, man. How are you feeling these days? I'm feeling good, and I just wanted to also say thank you for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure yes, to be working with yet another creative within the virtual community, man. It is awesome, bro. I, and I love what you're doing, by the way. Absolutely. You've been a, a big support in that. For those of you that don't know Coop, um, like I mentioned before, he has his own manufacturing business for our new collection. A couple of the items have gone through Coop and his business and the quality has been exceptional. Just plugging his shit from the beginning. If you need merch for any sort of business, fashion brand, please reach out to this man because he's doing big things. Yeah, feel free for anyone listening to this podcast. I would love to help with you. I would love to help you guys, and I'd love to work with all of you guys. So uh, always feel free. My DMs are open. Mm. So, you know, you didn't just wake up one day and just start doing what you're doing. There's there's a story behind it all. What what got you into social media marketing and e-commerce? Of course, man. Initiation. Yeah. So. Honestly, it's a super long story and a crazy story, but I will sum it up for you here. Um, You know, so I was always born and raised um, in Cincinnati, Ohio, just to give a little background behind me. Um, I had a pretty normal childhood growing up, you know, sports, school, friends. um, But, you know, I definitely didn't see a passion with sports. I was never very tall or big. um, So I didn't really have that competitive edge. Um, But high school, you know, was a big turning point for me. Um, I've always been in an ambitious person and I've always wanted more from life Um, however high school is what really transformed me into the person I am today Um, you know during high school man I think I probably hit rock bottom worse than I've seen anybody hit rock bottom Mm. Uh, you know I had bad grades I was getting into trouble hanging out with the wrong crew uh, very bad depression and I ended up finishing out my high school years online Um, and that's really what kind of led me Uh, to getting into the whole business world. You know, I started my first online store when I was about 15 years old. Um, And from there, that's what led me to where I am today. You know, I quickly learned there was no real fast way um, to getting rich. You know, I I knew and I figured out that I had to put in the long hours, the late nights. I knew I was going to lose friends. And I missed out on a ton of activities over the last couple of years. But I think it's all been well worth it. And it's going to pay off even more in the future. Mm. It's the it's the trade off of putting in work 
that's going to further our minds, our lives, our financial stability. And you figured that out at such a young age, man. How old are you? Yeah, so I'm I just turned 19 this year. Um and you know, <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely incredible, man. I'm proud of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Um and you know at moments and times in our lives, we got to go through that that opportunity or that moment that's going to wake us up and be like wait, this isn't the life I want. I want something more. I want something bigger for myself because I know I have that potential within. Of course, I completely understand that. And, you know, that's really when it hit me because I'll be honest, you know, this isn't something I share with um, a lot of people. But, you know, when I was 14 years old, I got my first, uh, you know, drinking charge. I, you know, I started super young. I know it's not cool. I know it's not attractive. Trust me, I've learned the hard way. Um, but however, you know, I started at a super early age, getting into parties and going out with friends and making uh, very bad uh, choices. And, uh, you know, after a while, you know, it started to catch up with me. And I realized I'm like, man, I'm doing the same thing every single weekend. And I'm with the same people every single weekend. And nobody does anything else besides drink, party and blow money. And so that's when it finally hit me, you know, I wasn't happy with life. I didn't have any money in my bank account. And, uh, you know, the people around me that I loved the most, you know, they were upset with how I was performing and living my life. Mm. Yeah, man. It's very similar stories. I feel like it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, 100%. So how did, what, what was the reason you went into e-commerce? Like, who or what got you into that from the get-go? Yeah. So it was really a chain of events um, that got me into e-commerce. You know, back when, we, when I was in high school, uh, me and a buddy, we actually started making T-shirts for um, the high school that mm. we went to. So we started with, uh, you know, a little heat press in the basement, cranking out different designs, making up different logos and stuff like that. Um, and we would sell these T-shirts to the kids at school. Um, we made a little bit of money, nothing crazy. Um, however, you know, once we were doing that for a little bit, I saw a much bigger vision with everything. Yeah. I was like, yo, why don't, why don't we uh, create our own designs and sell them online where more people can buy them instead of, you know, limiting, to, limiting ourselves to uh, just selling the kids at yeah. school. And so then that's when, um, you know, I started to take the time and research and get into all of this. You know, I created a website for the first time uh, to sell these designs. And that website was honestly um, the game changer. Mm. That's where I learned how to build a website. That's where I learned how to run Facebook ads. And that's what I learned about drop shipping and all these other different opportunities that you could do online. And it really, it was just endless opportunities from there. You know, I always saw a vision. There's always something else that you can do. Um, and now I know that, you know, never give up. There's always something out there for you to do. It's crazy, man. You started out with a heat press in your basement. And the fact that you just tried, your vision ultimately got bigger and bigger and bigger. Opportunities began to develop left, right, in front of you, behind you. That's what people need to realize yeah. is that, it's about trying. Even if you fail, 
which you're going to fail more often than not, keep fucking going because learn from the failures and experiences and apply them to your daily life. Yeah. So you're exactly right. Yeah, man. So how was that first experience, you know, with the website, with the merch, you know, did you experience some failures and also some success? Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, we definitely experienced some failures. Um, however, you know, we also did have a little bit of success. I would say, you know, the success part about it for me was that I learned so much and that it gave me a gateway uh, to where I am today. Because, you know, even if it was the biggest failure in the world, I never would be where I'm at mm. today if I didn't just start that. So that is my advice for everybody listening to this. If you're thinking of doing something or trying something new, just start mm. because with anything in life, you're not going to be perfect the first time, uh, you know, you pick up the pencil and try to write your first word. It's not going to be pretty handwriting. Um, so you just got to pick up, pick up that pencil and start writing, uh, put your mind towards something, start learning, keep growing. Um, and it'll really just open up the gate to anything else that interests you in life. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And fast forwarding to, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, we just launched our brand probably four weeks now. Coop is in, is in charge of our website. And, you know, honestly, guys, we had an amazing launch day due to his efforts and the time he put into building the website. So, when did you start? When did you start uh, developing websites? Yeah, so like I said earlier, um, that first website when I finally decided, you know, with the clothing business, once we started in the basement, yeah. um, you know, I finally uh, decided that you know there's so much more that we could do uh, as far as t-shirts and making designs and selling them. So that's when I got in and I built my first Shopify store. You know, everything I've learned, I really learned it straight from YouTube. It's not like I had some millionaire um, above me teaching me how to do all these things. In fact, nobody helped me at all. Mm. It was just countless hours sitting at the computer at night, researching, watching different YouTube videos, trial and error, trying that. Yeah. Man. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's how I started building my first website. And then uh, I gradually just got better and better. Yeah. And, and it shows, man, we have a really clean look, um, easy to navigate. And, you know, none of this is rocket science. It's just, you know, this kid has passion. He's passionate about what he does and he doesn't want to let the other person down. Not even that. It's just like there's no reason to not put in your best effort when you're working on projects. There's no reason to not. Yeah. But let me add this, Remy. Um, you know, this would be possible without you either. You know, you have a a crazy gift for, you know, creativeness and style um, that I haven't seen with anybody else before. And, you know, if I didn't have your, you know, your input and your feedback and your help and your vision, then this wouldn't be possible. Mm. Building your website wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, man. Um, you know, just as an entrepreneur, one, people need to realize, you know, people like to glorify it because they never put it, they never show their failures but truly, we're, we're constantly failing way more than we're actually succeeding. And as an entrepreneur, leadership is such an important skill to develop, 
communication is such an important skill to develop. So over time, you're just working trial and error to learn how to work with other people. Honestly, the first couple of manufacturers I've worked with have not been as well. Um, the communication was lacking. The, the trust wasn't there. And it's just about gaining experience. You're not going to get it from the start. But if you keep fucking going, things are going to start to click. Dots are going to start to connect. And that brings us into our next topic, which is how you got into the manufacturing business. Like, how did that even start? I think that's super cool, especially as a 19-year-old. I don't know that many people that already have that space and equipment to, you know, provide for businesses and brands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, once again, it really all started from the heat press. But, um, you know, as time went on, I started wanting to, you know, work with big influencers and big companies and stuff like that. You know, I didn't want to just, you know, print five shirts for so-and-so down the street. I wanted to make a name for myself. I wanted to, you know, work and network and uh, grow my circle with other individuals that, you know, needed my services. Um, So the manufacturing process, I mean, it goes hand in hand with making T-shirts and um, making designs and stuff like that. It really just comes down to the idea that my client or customer wants. And then we try to bring that to life. Mm. You know, not everybody just wants um, a hoodie. Maybe some people want that hoodie customized. And, you know, we do everything we can. We work with, uh, you know, a couple different manufacturing teams as well to help us get these uh, visions in line. Sure, sure. Definitely. So, yeah, it's not, it's not something that, you know, I do on my own. I have a team behind me. Um, I have people that help me with this. And, I mean, that's with anything in life. You know, Coca-Cola, when a one of the biggest uh, drink companies in the world, you know, it's not a one man show over there. No. They started off selling, I think maybe like 14 or 15 bottles their first year in business. Mm. But now they have a whole corporation and a whole team behind that brand. And that's one of the reasons why it thrives right now. It's the persistence, man. Exactly. They were so fond. They're so confident in their product that they just kept trying. And that's what and that's, that's what people need to realize. It's like if you believe in your product, then maybe it's just the way you're presenting it to your audience. Find a different way, talk to other people, get your feedback, grow your team. How did you go about growing the team you have now to where, you know, you're pushing out orders week by week for different brands and businesses? Yeah, so you know, that's a good question. Um it definitely wasn't easy. You know, I've been doing this for a few years and I would say, you know, that I just got my team together mm. um, this year and uh, at the end of last year. So I haven't I haven't always had a team, but, you know, there there comes a, a time and a point where you have to where you can't do it all on your own. You, sure. know? you might need someone to help you out with the graphic designing. You might need someone, you know, to help you run some of these orders, do some errands, you know, keep everything going. Um so it really has just come down to people that I've met, people that I've networked with. Um, I've kept my options open. I've kept an open mind. And, uh, you know, I've just really surrounded myself with some of the best people in the space. And uh, I love working with them every day. Super cool, man. The, 
I'm going to just take away with the, the open-mindedness, the willingness to listen to another and really consume, you know, what their knowledge is because I feel like there's an ego as, as, as well in entrepreneurship where it's like, oh, I, I don't need to take this person's advice or listen to him. I've been doing this for X amount of years. But at the end of the day, we all have something we can learn from one another. We just need to be able to sit down, listen, provide feedback, and then go from there. Building a team yeah. is not easy. Something I still am trying to be better at in my second year of having a brand because no one's going to believe in your dream more than you. Exactly. Exactly. And a big thing about that continual progression is your mindset. I'm going to go back to kind of what I said at the beginning of the podcast is we're living in some crazy times, man. You know, not only are we going through COVID-19, but in the past two weeks, we're dealing with this racial war that is not new, but the media has exploded it. Our, our own president is not supporting the inequality. He's only lighting the fire. As of right now, you could really go down a dark path mentally. How are you staying mentally strong during these tough times of adversity, especially as an African-American? I know you're mixed, but I still know you have some of that in your blood. How are you staying strong and staying true to your passion right now? Yeah. So it's a great question. Um, and don't get me wrong, you know, I completely 100% support the Black Lives Matter movement and all things that come and coincide with that. Mm -hmm. However, you asked me, you know, how I'm staying on track. And to be honest, man, you know, I haven't, I've just stopped paying attention to a lot of it because there is so much misinformation on social media that it could turn someone crazy. Mm. And things change like the when. So you never know what to believe until, you know, everything's said and done with and the facts come out and uh, everything's over with. So the way I've been staying on track is, you know, I've kept up with my routine. You know, I wake up early every morning. Um, you know, I get my work done. I spend some time with my family. And I just don't pay as much um, attention to social media these days anymore. Mm. Because, you know, in certain videos on Instagram and Facebook, People will post the little clips of what everybody's going to explode about, except you don't always see, you know, the 30 seconds before uh, somebody gets slammed to the ground or before that fight breaks out. So it's really all it's really hard uh, for me, I guess, to gauge and know what's real, what's fake, who's in the wrong, who's in the right um, on social media. So I kind of just turned my head away from it. You know, I support all my brothers. I support all my friends, anybody who wants to be involved with the protest and things like that. Uh, but for me personally, you know, it doesn't take much for me to get sidetracked. So I have to do the best I can each and every day uh, to keep myself focused on my goals because, you know, life still goes on, believe it or not. Absolutely, man. I mean, you, you bring up a very valid point that people need to understand, too, is that the majority of the media that we're consuming – 
you don't really know if that's if the data behind that is true. You know, you you got to go with your gut with certain things, and we're consuming a lot right now. You know, I, I I've been struggling with that. You know, getting drained on my phone just by scrolling on Instagram. You know, seeing just like the injustices that should not even be spoken about. Like none of this should be happening. It does not make any sense to me. Um, but just from my bird's eye view, you know, I live in downtown Columbus. So I've been out on the protests and been a part, like it's my community out there. I'm out there to support them because this shit's is very important, man. Like, we're doing this for our future generations. We're doing this for our kids. We don't want them going through this bullshit anymore. I agree. I agree. And I completely support everything you do, man. And I'm very proud that you're doing it. So, you know, you have my respect. Absolutely, man. Super important topic going on in our world. Had to touch on it. Had to get your opinion, um, you know, to our audience out there. The biggest thing you can do to help yourself right now is educate yourself. Educate yourself and others on what has gone on, not only in the present, but in the past. Because history right now is just going in loops. And we got to fucking stop the loop. We got to use our voices. We got to speak up. We got to register to vote. And just stand up for what you believe in. Now is the time, you know... All 50 states are protesting. The whole world's protesting. We all see this, this negativity, this injustice that needs to officially end. And we got to step up and do it together. And that, that just brings me into another idea of community and surrounding yourself with the right kind of humans to continually progress in life. Yeah. So actually, if you don't mind, I want to touch on that topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You brought up a good point. Um, So you said, you know, you have to surround yourself, you know, with other positive people, like-minded people. And that is one thing that got me out of my darkest times because, you know, I was down, downtown hanging out with people you know who were smoking drinking doing drugs all sorts of craziness and when i stopped hanging out with those people and started hanging out with people who wanted more out of their life Mm -hmm. people who wanted to make some serious money in their life people who had some serious goals to help as many people as possible in their life that's what really changed my perspective Mm -hmm. of life as well um because you know what they say you know you're the average of the five people you hang around you know, if you're hanging around soccer players all the time, you're more than likely going to become a soccer player. If you're hanging around football players, you're more than likely going to become a football player. So uh, that's when I decided, you know, I'm going to stick with the people who want to see me do better and I want to see them do better. You know, it's it's a team effort. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you have to have self-accountability, but it really helps when you surround yourself with people who want the same things as you people who want something more from their life and people who value uh, you and uh, your opinions and whatnot. Major key. Definitely, man. And for those that have listened to the previous episodes, you probably heard me touch on this topic because it's that important. It's that serious. 
It really is. Like, I, I can't stress it enough. If there was, that's probably, I have to say, that's probably one of the biggest keys to transforming my perspective, my life, my goals mm. was figuring out who I needed to be around, who I needed to hang around, and who was going to push me to the next level. If your friends and the people you hang around aren't wanting you or wanting to see you succeed or wanting you to go to the next level, then you got to stop hanging around them. They're only bringing you down. Everybody in your circle should be positive. Mm-hmm. Everybody in your circle should be pushing you. And if they're not, you know, cut them out. Life's way too short uh, to be dealing with people that are pulling you down that aren't going to support you because anybody can go at the blink of an eye. Yeah, man. Uh, it's crazy. I was having a conversation with a friend last week and she was just like, you know, people come and go in your life. Even the ones I think you you know might be long term, and you just got to accept that. As yeah. you continue to progress, you can't always bring your friends up the ladder. It's not your role; it's their job to learn, to experience. But you can plant the seed. I think me and you definitely do a great job of planting the seeds for our community to flourish. And it's about watering your seed, watching it grow. Believing in the process. You have to continually transform, grow new roots, new branches, and experience different aspects of life. And a big part of that is developing strong habits. One habit I would say that I developed during COVID is meditation. I've I've seen the most progression in my life due to this practice. Yeah, how's that going for you? You know, what 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 changes have you seen? What has it helped with? Absolutely, man. Um, just a very um, easy one to pick out is my level of calmness and responsiveness to situations of ad- adversity or negativity. You know, I respond to it with immediate positivity. Um, I can just, you know connect the dots of ideas a lot faster. Uh, Coming up with new creative ideas has become smoother. It's become easier. There's less of a blockage. I know a lot of creatives get creative block, but when you practice this meditation and you focus on specific areas in your life that you want to improve on, it, it works. It, it definitely is very beneficial and I would recommend it to any single person, you know, as far as developing a strong habit to progress, be more connected to your consciousness. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I would definitely uh, have to try that out. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that just brings me my question is what habit have you developed in the past few years that has gotten you to this point? You know, because it's 21 days for you to develop a habit and you're definitely doing many things in your daily life that have gotten to you to the point where you're at now. So I'm interested to hear. I'm sure our audience would love to hear, you know, some of the things that you're doing to be where you're at. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I've really learned is you have to value your time. Um, I don't know if you consider it a habit, but I consider it a habit. Mm. Um, which would be, you know, taking more consideration of where you spend your time. Because, you know, a couple of years ago, I 
could not stand to stay inside the house. I had to go out. You know, I had to go hang with my friends. You know, I didn't want to feel like I was being left out. But, you know, as I got older, as I started maturing, I realized that I needed to take more cons- or more consideration of my time and how I was spending it. Instead of going out, maybe I'm learning or reading a book. Um, instead of sleeping in until 12 o'clock or 2 p.m. or whatever uh, late hour of the day it is, you know, I started to train myself to wake up early every morning, 8, 9 a.m. Um, I started eating a good breakfast. It was really about practicing a routine and um, creating healthy habits for myself. Um, so I didn't wake up every morning feeling like shit, feeling unmotivated. Um, and now, you know, when I wake up, I am excited to see what the day has to come. Yeah, definitely, man. That's literally, there is an excitement when you wake up, when you develop a strong morning routine and it starts in the morning. If you have a bad morning more often than night, more often than not, it's going to carry on into the rest of your day. Exactly. It's the little things in life that we can tweak, that we can change, that we can improve on, that are truly going to get us ahead in life. And Yeah, and that's the hard part because, I, you know, I see so many people in life struggling and wondering why they are where they are. And it really comes down to, you know, the habits that you have for yourself and the routine you have for yourself and, you know, where you're delegating your time to. Yeah. I mean, let, let's break this down even more. So let's say, you know, I'm a, I'm a third year college student at OSU and, you know, all my friends are going out to the bar, you know, and you're saying, you know, you're all about time management, making sacrifices. What's, mm-hmm. what's stopping that person from going out with his friends, you know, what, what do these people need to be feeding their mind to stay in, to, to focus on the, 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 the present moment by preparing for a brighter future? Yeah. So that's a really tough one. And, you know, I think that'll vary um, between each individual mm-hmm. just because, you know, everybody has different goals and um, wants different things out of life. But, you know, the most common things I can say is, um, you know, I've been in that position before. You know, it sucks feeling like you're the you're the lost dog out or, you know, the person in the corner. Nobody wants to be like that. But, you know, when you have more respect for yourself and you want bigger things for yourself, you know, you'll attract other people that want the same. So, you know, it's hard. I, you know, I grew up um, all my middle school years with like two best friends. And now, you know, we barely will be lucky if we see each other, you know, two, three times a year. And, you know, I've tried. You, you, you can either push your friends to do the same as you, but not everybody's going to take that bait. So, mm. you know, came to, for me, it came down to, you know, I'm tired of living like them. I want more for myself. And, you know, I know life isn't all about mystic things, but, you know, I want a nice house when I grow up. I want that nice car and uh, the freedom instead of having a boss telling me, you know, what I can and can't do. Mm. So I think it really comes down to, you know, what you want out of life. You know, nobody can force you to stop going out with your friends. Nobody can force you to um, quit partying or anything like that. It has to be something that you truly want for yourself. 
and it sucks. You know, it's hard to tell your friends no when they're asking you and begging you to come out to the bar. Um, but, you know, it gets easier and easier as time goes on. 21 days. It's all it takes to develop a yeah. new habit. Definitely, man. So, you know, moving into the last chapter of this podcast, something I always like to ask our guests is how we can help you progress in your career, how we can allow you to grow in your field, in your industry. And virtual is this community where we want to be a resource for you, a stepping stone for you along your journey up this mountain that we're all climbing. Yeah. So, you know, are you asking me, are you asking me how virtual can help me? Yeah, absolutely. How can we progress your journey? How can we help you be better, the best person that you can be? Yeah. You know, so, you know, I've only known you for a short period of time. Um, but, you know, I think virtual and what you're doing is great, man. You know, we need more people like you in this world. There is not enough. Um, you know, I would like to get tied in, you know, with your other community as well. Start to network with more people, mm. um, you know, learn a little bit about them, see what they have going, see if I can help them at all. Um, I just I love the community you're doing, man. And, you know, I just want to be a part of that until, uh, you know, you're as big as it gets. Absolutely, man. We, we really appreciate working with you as far as the merch, the website. And, you know, what you just said, as far as getting to know more people within the community, that's that's something we're actually pushing right now. It's a we're trying to deepen this connection between the community members at virtual, because truly yes. more creative minds, more like minded minds together will create a happier, stronger and more beautiful world. And that's what we need right now. And that's where. That's where our generation is very different than the ones ahead of us right now. We grew up with technology. We learned how to learn things differently. And we're ready to break these barriers that are here now. So no doubt, I would love to connect you to more individuals. And more individuals need to meet Coop Marshall. Please look this man up on IG. What's your handle, man? Yeah, my name on Instagram is just Coop Marshall, C-O-O-P, and then Marshall. Yes, sir. You already know. Go tap that follow button. Um, reach out to him anytime you need social media help, building a website on Spotify, on Shopify, excuse me, um, and manufacturing. He's right in Cincinnati hour and a half away and he does an amazing job high quality product couldn't be happier with what we did with our past collection and yeah man any any final thoughts for our audience to take away yeah so you know my ultimate goal of course is to uh, create general wealth generational wealth and uh help as many people um around me as possible so mm. you know i want to see everybody succeed so please, anybody listening, you know, if you ever have any questions about business, life, you just need someone to talk to, um, you know, my DMs, my messages are open. Please don't hesitate to, uh, you know, reach out, ask for help, ask a question. Um, you know, I love to help people.
So, you know, with that being said, Remy, I appreciate you having me on this podcast. You know, we're both growing. We're both learning constantly. Mm-hmm. And I really can't wait to see where life takes us in the next six months, even a year. You heard the man, Coop Marshall, a 19-year-old kid based in Cincinnati, Ohio, doing whatever he can to be the best person he can be day by day. Thank you, Coop. Enjoy the rest of your day and continue striving. Yes, sir. Thank you, Remy. Thanks, man. Have a good one.